0: This podcast is brought to you by the InterAstra Institute, the global public square for the business of space. Join us at interastra.space. So they noted it and started a file, but made clear to us they really were not in any position to do much more about that. It was an attempted con, but an unsuccessful one. Some months later, however, the same woman popped up again. I am the only person to have walked in space and gone to the deepest point in the ocean. Before we take off, I have a gift for you. I believe that no matter where you are today, an active thirst for knowledge will help unlock your ability to live a life of meaning and happiness. So I'm sharing some lessons I've learned on my road less traveled. Over at KathySullivanExplorers.com, you'll find my seven astronaut tips to improving your life on Earth. When you sign up, I'll send them to you. And also make sure you're the first to discover future podcast episodes and learn more about exciting adventures ahead. Just head on over to kathysullivanexplorers.com. One day early in my astronaut career, I was sitting in my office minding my own business doing some paperwork when the chief secretary of the office, Lynn Cross, ducked her head around the corner of the door jamb, looked in with a bit of a quizzical look on her face and said, oh, you're here. Uh, yes, I'm here, I replied. She disappeared, away from the door jamb, back into her office, I presumed. Mystified, I got up and followed her. I was a very strange thing for someone like Lynn to do. And I got to her office just in time to hear her say, you're very welcome, Colonel, and hang up the phone. What's going on, I asked her. Well, she said, I was just speaking to a Colonel, an Air Force Colonel, at Hill Air Force Base out in Utah. They have someone in the general's conference room out there who's proposing to appear, make a famous appearance at their upcoming air show and arguing for getting a ride in an F-16. And she says she's Kathy Sullivan, astronaut Kathy Sullivan. Well, my first reaction wasn't, oh, my God, somebody's impersonating me. My first reaction was, oh, no, 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 nobody gets my F-16 ride. If there's an F-16 ride on offer, that's for me. But then I thought about the impersonator part and how odd and maybe maybe strange and sinister that might be. Well, this is the era before social media and the internet. But even so, I, along with my five female classmates in the group of 78, had done enough interviews and been in the press enough that it wasn't too hard, really, for someone brazen enough to pick up a few bits of our biographical information and be able to string together a story that was kind of just enough about where did we grow up and go to school and what had we studied and how had we become an astronaut and what were we looking forward to when we flew in space. And this gal apparently had done that and had been convincing enough to get an audience with an Air Force general out in Utah. So why did this colonel call? Well, it turns out he was watching her carefully as she spoke and he said the thing that really twigged him to something being amiss with this conversation, was the lady didn't have very good dental hygiene. Her teeth didn't look very healthy. This struck the colonel as very odd, given everything you ever hear about how healthy and fit astronauts are and the quality of health and dental care and medical surveillance that astronauts are kept under. So would NASA really let an astronaut have such poor teeth, he wondered? And with just that bit of an inkling, He had excused himself from the conference room and made that call to Lynne Cross in Houston. Well, the astronaut office duly informed the FBI. The Air Force threw her out of the conference room that day. She did not get my F-16 ride. And the FBI, of course, has a lot of other things on its plate besides what might just be an innocent act of a brazen person to get a cool ride in an airplane. So they noted it and started a file, but made clear to us they really were not in any position to do much more about that. It was an attempted con, but an unsuccessful one. Some months later, however, the same woman popped up again, this time on the flanks of the National Air Races in Reno. And this time, she did manage to pull off a con. She talked several unsuspecting patrons of the air show into paying for her hotel room and buying her meals and paying for various other things she wanted or needed in association with the air show. And that is outright fraud. So at that point, the FBI stepped things up a bit, accosted her and hauled her in for questioning, and basically put the fear of God into her and persuaded her to stop at least impersonating Kathy Sullivan. Interestingly, she tried to become my pen pal, saying that she really wanted to write me a letter and apologize. We decided to not let that happen, as you can imagine. So that's a real imposter. But there's a second part of this imposter story that it long has made me think about, and that is the virtual or inner imposter that many people, especially professional women, wrestle with throughout their career. The imposter syndrome, that no matter how accomplished you are, how many credentials you have, how many accomplishments you've already got on the record books, you keep wondering if you're really good enough or right enough for the next challenge or the next opportunity. I have certainly wrestled with that frequently through my career, and even nowadays have to go into the wrestling mat again and take it out. But I learned a trick along the way that I thought I would share with you today, and that is to stop thinking that voice is actually me and realize it is an imposter that voice that says, I bet you can't, or they'll find out, that's another imposter. So I named my imposter, the second one, I named her Mrs. Snidely. And I learned pretty quickly and got pretty good at telling Mrs. Snidely to just shut the heck up when I heard her trying to get her voice into my thoughts again. So if you have a Mrs. Snidely in your life, I suggest you give her a name as well you're welcome to use Mrs. Snidely if it helps you, and just tell her to shut the heck up and go do the great things that you are meant to do. I have no doubt that you'll surprise yourself with all that you can achieve. Thanks so much for joining me on today's mission. For more solo shows and deep dives with incredible guests, along with all the ways to get the podcast and much more, head over to kathysullivanexplorers.com.